Welcome to the Daily DDT Podcast, part of the Fan Sided Podcast Network. Here's your host, Jaden Becker. Eric Bischoff inducted into the 2021 WWE Hall of Fame, NXT star shoulder injury confirmed, and with the NCAA March Madness basketball tournament finally here, I put my own pro wrestling twist on it. I'm Jaden Becker, and this is the Daily DDT Podcast. You can catch this podcast on all your favorite platforms for your morning drive, lunch break, or whenever you need your wrestling fix. Make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts so you never miss an episode, and remember, you can ask your smart device to play the Daily DDT Podcast. If you like content like this, check out our writers at dailyddt.com and if you want to hear more from me give me a follow on twitter and instagram at jaden becker tv yesterday was nxt uk but before we get into that let's check out our news eric bischoff inducted into the 2021 hall of fame for the wwe uh, on the latest episode of wwe's after the bell podcast hosted by Corey graves uh, he was announced to be inducted into the Hall of Fame. Uh, the former WCW president will finally be enshrined. Bischoff, at one point in his career, was public enemy number one for the WWE or WWF at the time, as he was the direct rival of the Monday Night Wars, as it was WWE Monday Night Raw, going up against uh, WCW Monday Night Nitro in the late 90s. Uh, Bischoff was responsible for WCW beating WWF for 83 weeks straight in the 90s. Uh, One of the most innovative ideas that he had was Bischoff bringing uh, to Monday nights was the WCW Cruiserweight division that had Chris Jericho, Eddie Guerrero, and Rey Mysterio, all-stars then, and uh, obviously uh, grew to have uh, fantastic careers in professional wrestling. But congratulations to Eric Bischoff, uh, well-deserved and honestly overdue. Uh, for him to be in the Hall of Fame, but congratulations to him. Maybe we won't see him as much in uh, AEW anymore. <laughs> Moving on, NXT star shoulder injury confirmed. Uh, Danny Burch has suffered an injury to his shoulder on the most recent episode of NXT. Uh, Burch separated his shoulder during a botch spot during the main event uh, this Wednesday. It is currently unknown how long Burch will be uh, out and how long it will take for him to be back on NXT, but if Burch will be out for uh, months, it, it is likely that they will drop the NXT Tag Team Championships and uh, they will be vacated and we'll see what happens there. Uh, MSK definitely does have a gripe uh, for them to get those titles put on them given the fact that they won the Dusty Cup tournament but at the same time uh, MSK uh, does have an injury as Wesley does have a hand injury so uh, still up in the air Uh, Grizzled Young Veterans would be uh, second in line there I believe uh, behind the MSK given the order of the tournament when people were eliminated but uh, we definitely have to see. Uh, it could be out for a couple weeks where they can continue to keep the titles, but with a shoulder injury like that, especially how we don't know how severe that separated shoulder is, he can be out for as long as Karrion Cross was out because he had that same exact injury. So uh, best of luck to uh, Birch. We definitely want to see him back soon, but uh, this could be detrimental to the uh, NXT tag team division uh, given the fact that they don't, they don't have a champion, but at the same time they can build it up again as we've seen them do in the past. We're going to get right into our show review for yesterday's NXT UK, but before we get into that, let us thank our sponsor, Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. They obsess over their technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. Manscaped has created the best ball hair trimmer ever, the Lawn Mower 3.0. 
Their third generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. I now feel confident shaving my boys. We have an exclusive offer for my listeners 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. That is FANSIDED20, all caps. You can type that in when you uh, go to check out at manscaped.com. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Taking a look at last night's NXT UK, Nathan Fraser versus Ashton Smith. I always have to remember not to say uh, Ben Carter, Nathan Fraser's old name. And also have to remember not to say Fraser because that is not the correct pronunciation of his name. It's Fraser. So I got to make sure that's nailed in my mind forever and ever. Uh, No wasted movement from Fraser. I love when he's able to bounce around the ring. And every time a spot finishes, he always feels like he's developing himself to another spot. That uh, it always looks like he's always in motion, which I enjoy. Ashton Smith using his strength to his advantage. Uh, Fraser looking fantastic, grabbing Smith in a reverse DDT hold after a moonsault, uh, spring, springboard moonsault off the top rope. Uh, he just finds himself in the best predicaments and uh, really, really looks fantastic in this match. Uh, Fraser connects with a frog splash to pick up the victory. Great way to open the show for NXT UK. Eli Dragunov apologizes. Uh, He apologizes for how he acts in his previous matches. Gradwell enters saying he'll beat him in any match possible. And Dragunov accepts a no DQ match to the dismay of Gradwell there. Uh, I like the feud between Gradwell and Dragunov. I like how the two uh, bounce off each other. Especially uh, Dragunov's whole shtick, his whole gimmick right now, is that he's still having PTSD after his five-star match with uh, Walter. Uh, really, really fantastic stuff. Still continuing to not like, you know, when, when people harp and harp and harp about uh, a certain match in the past, it sort of gets annoying. But he's not really harping back to it. He's calling back to it in, in a in a show not te- in a show not tell type of way. He's showing us. He's showing us how he's still having the effects from this match, not physically but mentally, is still affecting him. But he's not telling us directly. Uh, NXT UK Prelude is announced uh, Thursday, April 8th at 3 p.m. Eastern uh, uh, in the stateside and 8 p.m. Uh, Greenwich Mean Time over in the UK. One match announced for that is Noam Dar versus Tyler Bate. Another match will be announced later, but I will announce that uh, later in the show. Uh, Danny Luna versus Miko Satomura. I didn't recognize the music at first for Satomura, but when I realized that it was her, I felt so, so bad for Luna because, you know, she was just about to get a whooping. Uh, Luna on the defensive with Satomura on the offensive. Uh, Luna does find a few openings in this match, but she can't take a pinfall advantage. Scorpio Rising connects from Satomura to pick up the victory. It wasn't a squash match. It was a pretty competitive match at that. Danny Luna really looks strong in this one, but she just wasn't able to eke it out as Satomura really was the dominant force in this match. As Satomura will continue to look like in NXT UK as long as she is under contract. Walter makes a statement in this next segment. Uh, he says he still would like competition after running through NXT UK. I uh, like how he was both on NXT yesterday and now on NXT UK today. Obviously, NXT UK uh, pre-recorded show. But either way, uh, nice to see him on uh, two nights in a row. 
Rampage Brown steps up to the plate to Miko Satomura. Apologize as I turn the page there on my notes. Uh, Brown says that he's ready and shoves Walter down to the mat, flat on his back, and then Walter rolls out of the ring in shock that uh, he was pushed down by Rampage Brown. Talk about a heavyweight bout, these two going one-on-one, and this is the match that's going to be, I believe, a prelude between these two. It's really going to be one heck of a match, uh, April 8th, really going to be a fun one. Moving to our main event, Trent Seven versus Jordan Devlin for the NXT Cruiserweight Championship. Uh, Trent Seven, the whole story coming into this one is that he wanted to get down underneath 205 pounds to take on Jordan Devlin for the NXT Cruiserweight Championship. Trent Seven on the bump weighed in, and it was confirmed that he weighed in at 204 and a quarter pounds, so he just made the cut, but as long as you're under 205, you get to compete, so good on Trent Seven. Seven looks good. I wouldn't say he looks as if he completely transformed his body, but he definitely he looks good. He looks skinnier. And uh, jumping out of the gate, even attacking Jordan uh, Devlin right at the start of the match, something that he usually does not do, which is a fun change of pace. Uh, seven with uh, strong chops on the outside. Devlin taking control, working the back of Seven throughout most of the match. Uh, seven starts to pick up the pace but can't keep Devlin down. A great dive to the outside by Devlin right into our living room as the camera was positioned right in that perfect spot where it, it was uh, Seven diving right at us and Devlin receiving uh, Trent Seven right there falling over, uh, arching his back over the barricade right onto our TV screen, right into our living rooms, which is really, really nice. Seven connects with a burning hammer, but Devlin sliding his foot underneath the bottom rope to break up the pin. I uh, thought that was a good touch there that he physically couldn't reach. He, he couldn't lift up his leg to uh, kick out, so he had to slide it underneath the bottom rope. Seven with a huge kick out, but it isn't enough to keep him in the match as Devlin connects with a 450 splash onto the back of Trent Seven to pick up the victory and retain the NXT Cruiserweight Championship. Uh, even though we all knew Devlin was going to win this match, uh, given the fact that at Stand and Deliver, Jordan Devlin already has a match against Santos Escobar to, I would guess, uh, unify or find the true NXT Cruiserweight Champion. Uh, even though we know that, Seven sure did make it an interesting bout as the two really were going at it, especially towards the back end of the match. Seven definitely put those thoughts of NXT stand, TakeOver Stand and Deliver in question as Trent Seven was really a, a huge force in this match. I thought this was a really, really fun episode of NXT UK, especially this main event. Uh, really, NXT UK, I think, are, are perfect because they're one hour and they give you everything you need for that one hour that you need to know for NXT UK and it progresses a story each week no matter what it is and they even introduce uh, new people from time to time I think they do a great job NXT UK they make their most uh, out of that one hour they have each week every week it's a special show for them because they make the most out of it and they know that they need to make a count and they definitely 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 do giving the show a B minus very very fun show and I hope to see more fun shows especially prelude coming up uh, Wrestlemania week that should be fun as well Stick around after the break. We're going to be talking some March Madness. Oh, yeah, but maybe not the March Madness as you think. Uh, obviously, the NCAA tournament coming up uh, today. And so you make sure you're able to watch that along with your professional wrestling as well. And uh, But I will give my professional wrestling twist on some March Madness. Maybe uh, if you stick around, you get to hear my 1 through 16 and how they match up, at least in one side of the bracket. So stick around right here on the Daily DDT Podcast.
On this day in pro wrestling history, on March 19, 2007, on an episode of Raw from Indianapolis, Indiana, ECW champion Bobby Lashley became the first man officially to win the Master Lock Challenge by breaking out of the Chris Masters submission hole, which was just a uh, full Nelson at the time, and he broke out of that and was the first one officially to do so. Funny how uh, Bobby Lashley uses that pretty much the same exact move now, full Nelson, that no one can get out of. Uh, he, how he uses it now, it's not like he has it in a gimmick or any sense where he's trying to get people to sit in a chair and then you have to try to break out of it. No, it's nothing like that. He will destroy you at a back end of, of a match and uh, win as we've seen him now as the current WWE champion. So uh, a good connection there, and for that to happen on this day, I thought it was something I really had to point out to be sure that you all knew about. Speaking of Indianapolis, Indiana, that is where March Madness is taking place. Oh yeah, gotta love to see it. Uh, March Madness for NCAA basketball back in action. And uh, if you don't know what March Madness is, it's a 64 or technically 68 team tournament where one game elimination uh, you you play the game and it's it's every uh, weekend almost throughout all the month month of March and then going into April and uh, the winner that comes out on top is is glorified because they went through uh, 68 teams and all stuff like that so uh, for for the the winner of that it's always a huge thing well now I'm gonna put my my pro wrestling twist on it and usually there is four parts of the bracket. And each bracket is designated into 16 parts. So there would be teams ranked from 1 to 16. And they would go up against each other in uh, ladder format. So 1 would go against the 16. The 8 would go against the 9. The 5 will go against the 12. 4 against the 13. 6 against the 11. 3 against the 14. And 2 against the 15 in the first round. And then as it all collapses, uh, we get some Cinderella stories where uh, the 13 seed makes a big push to the top. Uh, we could see uh, the big uh, favorite make a, their way down to... Uh, the final four, which is the final four teams that are left in the tournament, those are usually praised as well for winning their side of the brackets. So I'm going to put my pro wrestling twist on it. Uh, there's certain rules on how a team is entered into uh, March Madness. So on each part of the bracket, uh, there's different criteria you sort of have to have. You have to be, one, obviously a good team to uh, be a part of the 68 team squad, but you also have to accomplish some things in the regular season. You have to uh, win your conference. So think about that as winning a, a championship title. Uh, you have to, uh, I think, uh, be in the top uh, certain number in your conference as well. And there's a lot of criteria involved, just how well your team has played, your record, how well you did against top 25 teams. So I know I'm talking about basketball here, but I want to switch over to professional wrestling because I made a 1 through 16, and we're just going to go through the first round here and, uh, and try to tell a, a little bit of a story and see what we can get from it. So from the, the 1 versus the 16, uh, the 1 seed will be Kenny Omega, the current AEW champion, going against the 16th seed, Elijah Burke from uh, NWA, the current uh, NWA television champion, so sort of the mid-card there. Obviously, NWA not held uh, to the same standard as AEW, obviously a little lower, and so that's why I put him at the 16th seed, oh, but he also deserves a spot because he is a champion in some right. Uh, I'm not going to include every champion in this 16th portion, uh, 1 through 16 portion of the bracket because technically there's... Uh, 
uh, uh, plenty of other guys if you're doing it, this in a holistic sense. So I'm just doing a part of the bracket here. Uh, if you understand March Madness, it's probably a lot easier for you to gather. Uh, the eight versus the nine, I'm going with Pete Dunne and Kevin Owens. Uh, both in similar type of situations. Pete Dunne uh, coming off a few losses against Finn Balor and Kevin Owens coming off a few losses against Roman Reigns. Both sort of in the same boat there. And they're both... Uh, in good enough brands to be considered in the upper echelon of talent in the eight and nine seed, but not good enough to be in that one, two, three, four slots, uh, if you will. So Pete Dunn and Kevin Owens at the eight and nine there. Uh, at the five versus the 12, and if you know anything about March Madness, the 12 seed often beats the five seed because the 12 seed is uh, a team that is coming from a weaker conference, quote unquote, going up against a team that didn't perform as well in a good conference. So that's what it kind of looks like there. So at five, I have Randy Orton and at 12, I have Rich Swan. So 12, the current Impact World Champion going up against a uh, Hall of Famer in his own right, Randy Orton. And Rich Swan has a good chance at winning that match uh, as anybody else. So um, that, I think that's a fun 5-12 matchup there. Obviously, we're going into brand there. Nice to see. Uh, at the 4 versus the 13, it's Finn Balor at the 4, current NXT champion. And the 13, Moose. I'm going to put Moose here. One, because I wanted to talk about Moose. And two, uh, I feel like this is a fun spot for him to be in because he can run an underdog story there as well from the 13th spot. If he gets past Finn Balor, uh, then he's on his way to a Cinderella story, which would be awesome to see. At the 6 versus the 11, uh, well, let me explain to, to you the 11 uh, bef before we get into this. So in March Madness, uh, there are uh, first four teams. First four teams meaning that uh, you have to play a playing game to get into the tournament itself. That's why I said there's technically 68 teams total, but 64 get to play in the true tournament bracket style. Uh but the first four teams, they're, they're on the bubble type of teams. They're good enough to be in, but not good enough to be in with a, a, a prominent spot. So uh, I have two guys right here I think that are perfect because they're both in mid-card contention on good brands. So, But the sixth seed, uh, mid-card champion pretty much for NXT UK, I'm going with A-Kid. And with the 11, I'm going with The Miz, and The Miz is going to have to take on Apollo Crews, and the winner of that match would face A-Kid. Uh, for the 6 versus the 11. But the 11, that 11 game is fantastic. The Miz versus Apollo Crews, two guys uh, either in, that have fallen out of grace, uh, what, like the Miz has, and one guy on the come up in Apollo Crews can make a great story for Apollo Crews to uh, make it out of the first weekend, if you will. That will be fun to see. But Miz, Apollo Crews there at the 11. Uh, 3 versus 14. 3, I'm going to put Adam Cole, and 14, I'm putting Eric Young. Uh, 3 is Adam Cole, uh, mostly because uh, he's in the upper echelon of NXT. Uh, you don't have to be in champion to be at the three spot. You just have to be a fantastic team. And uh, Adam Cole is a fantastic wrestler in his own right on NXT, so he belongs himself there. And 14, Eric Young, a uh, person that has been in title contention uh, in the past for, for Impact and uh, continues to thrive in success uh, in Impact Wrestling currently at the moment, so he definitely deserves a spot uh, in this bracket pool. And the final uh, match of the first round, number two, MJF, uh, a person that will one day, without a shadow of a doubt, be uh, a world-renowned star in AEW and just the world of professional wrestling in general. And 15, Leo Rush, the current, uh, I think is the middleweight champion at MLW. How to get MLW some love. You know, especially if you uh, watch uh, basketball, collegiate basketball, there's a lot of like, like 
small, small conferences that find their way into March Madness only have one team show up. And, well, the one team showing up here is, is uh, Leo Rush. Uh, other names that could be floating around and where their seeding would be, Drew McIntyre would probably be a two or three seed. Uh, we could see... Um, let me think of names. John Moxley would probably be a three or four seed, or probably a, a two seed even. He, he's like the Iowa of uh, <laughs> of uh, of uh, college basketball and pro wrestling. So there are connections there. Uh, personally, if we're actually talking about basketball here, my Final Four looks like this. It's, it, I wouldn't say it's, it's it's a little chalky to be honest with you, but uh, I have Colgate going on a big run. I think they're going to make it to the Elite Eight. I have Winthrop making it to the Sweet Sixteen, and uh, the big. The big thing here is that I have three number one seeds. I have Gonzaga, I have Baylor, I have uh, Illinois all making it to the Final Four. And uh, the, the other Final Four team is going to be Alabama. And I have them at my at, at that for coming out of the East. I want to say Michigan, but they lost uh, a big player in, in their own, own right. So for them to make it to the Final Four and to have four one seeds in the Final Four is going to be really, really tough. It's only happened once in, in history. So if you're interested in basketball, <laughs> there you go. You know, I do do some basketball stuff in my spare time, but uh, mostly I am professional wrestling because I'm professional wrestling uh, for you. Uh, <laughs> just... Uh, <laughs> have fun with it if you never made a bracket before if you're listening to this in the morning just click random buttons and just go for it just absolutely go for it and also let me know what you think about my bracket my at least the the 16 guys that i mentioned here and how that would all pan out would kenny omega make it to uh, the final four if you will or uh, will someone else make a nice big run uh, running through it in a cinderella story and maybe tell your story to me through twitter you can hit me up always at jaden becker tv as always in our next episode i'm going to be talking about tonight's uh friday night smackdown should be a fun one given that it is it is the go home show to Fastlane. definitely excited for that and uh yeah Fastlane right around the corner gonna have uh, predictions uh, up for you soon and then obviously the review of Fastlane as well should be a fun time this weekend as we are on the continuous road to wrestlemania but that's all for me remember to get 20 percent off and free shipping with the code fansided20 at manscaped.com that is 20 percent off with free shipping at manscaped.com and using the code fansided20 at checkout unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with manscaped you can catch this podcast on all your favorite providers make sure you subscribe on apple Podcasts so you never miss an episode and remember you can ask your smart device to play the daily ddt podcast if you like content like this check out our writers at dailyddt.com and if you want to hear more from me give me a follow on twitter and instagram at jaden becker tv i'll see you tomorrow with another episode of the daily ddt podcast